what's up and welcome back to the podcast where today we're going to have kind of a a simple back to the basics episode we wanted to do this episode because i feel like a lot of the things we talk about on this podcast while super important and very informational um are kind of like a little bit more advanced wouldn't you say for Mm -hmm. health and wellness like you know, we talk about parasites, we talk about root yeah. cause approach and just things that are a little bit more like deep dive. And I felt like it would be good to do an episode where we kind of like backtrack a little bit mm-hmm. and talk about like kind of what to do if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by all of the extra things that go into health and wellness and like kind of almost like where to start or like where to yeah. go back to if you're feeling like you're just doing a little bit too much right now. Yeah, I feel like because the health and wellness world has become, like, so influencery now, Mm -hmm. it's like there's so many products, people don't know what to take, they don't know what's worth it, because everything just seems fun and trendy, and there's literally so much information out there, and if I wasn't, like, in the world um, and was a nutritionist, I would absolutely have no idea where to start. Right, yeah, no, I get that, and I think, too, like, not even just influencers, but just social media in general, like, there's so many different places to get information and it's almost hard to know like oh I saw this person doing this and this other person said that wasn't good for me Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know which one to believe and it's just like a lot of information very oversaturated and um yeah it's easy to to like yeah compare yourself to somebody else be like oh maybe I'm not doing enough or like maybe I should be doing this instead and so we kind of just wanted to do this episode as just like a little bit of support for you just like foundationally Mm -hmm. um some of the things that we personally think are like the most important to focus on and maybe how to kind of navigate some of the things that might be preventing you from taking on a health journey which is actually something that we asked you guys on instagram about kind of like what are some of the factors that you feel like prevent you from taking on a health journey or you know taking the next step to um to better your health or like what might contribute to the feelings of being overwhelmed so some of the reasons that we got we're just going to chat about them quickly and then a few others we're going to dive into a little bit deeper but the first one is the fear of not being successful or kind of like the unknown and i actually like can really relate to this because Mm. i feel like i'm the type of person that sometimes like if i don't feel like i can do something to the absolute fullest potential then Mm -hmm. i just won't do it do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's really interesting. I've actually never thought of that. Yeah, like I I feel like that I can relate to that in a way because it's like I want to either be like doing all the things for my health mm-hmm. and if I'm not doing all the things and I feel like it's not enough and so then I just would rather do nothing kind of thing. So I feel like a lot of people maybe feel that way and then just the unknown being more so like for me, I guess the way I interpret that and I don't know if that's what this person means, but I feel like with the way that we approach health and wellness from like a root cause perspective and more of like a holistic approach Mm -hmm. sometimes like the unknown of like what it is that's causing your health issues yeah it is very unknown is yeah it's and that's something that i'm learning more is that like you might not ever really like get an answer it's just kind of like following all the steps to like cover cover all of the bases without Mm -hmm. you know you might not necessarily like know exactly like what your root cause is that's the part for me that's like 
hard because I, I like want to know the answers before I do something. And it's also like once you learn about the root cause approach, there's normally like multiple factors, multiple things causing someone's health issue. But it's so much easier to like go to a doctor and have them say like, this is the exact, like, this is your diagnosis. This is the reason that you are feeling this way rather than with a root cause approach. There could be like multiple things at play. So it is a little, I mean, that is a little overwhelming and we both felt that way when we were like why isn't this just my one issue yeah yeah so hopefully today um we're gonna just kind of give like again some of the things that we think are like the most necessary the most important places to start um just to kind of make that like a little bit less of a a fear thing because yeah I, I get that for sure and I feel like people will think when listening to this episode that it's like so much more simple than maybe people mm-hmm. are thinking like I feel like the things that we're talking about and we have thought of like health and wellness can be really simple Mm -hmm. um once you learn the foundational things it's just obviously social media in that world makes it seem like it's like 700 products you're doing 800 things Mm -hmm. like just so much yeah yeah for sure somebody else said um their inner critic or like old narratives about themselves i think that kind of goes along with the first thing that i said and i something that i do is like if i don't think i can do something to like the fullest and I just won't do it and it's like kind of that kind of like being hard on myself like I don't think I can like do all of these health and wellness things so I'm just not going to um but like kind of like the old narratives about yourself for me that makes me think of like maybe you grew up in a family where like health and wellness Mm -hmm. just like wasn't super important and um maybe your parents like are of the mindset that like oh like we're all gonna die one day like who cares you know just eat whatever do whatever um just live your life and like you know while we do subscribe to that and in some aspect of like being able to enjoy your life we Mm -hmm. also like think that you want to live like your most your your best life so um that's kind of what that's kind of what I thought of with that one is like maybe um how you grew up the environment that you were in and like maybe just the things that you were told about yourself and like how health and wellness plays a role in your life yeah no I definitely get that Okay, the next one is when no one else around you has the same goals or healthy habits, it can be hard. Yeah, I feel like that one is so hard, especially if you're um, younger or in a family, like, Mm -hmm. and your family's not eating healthy or you have kids and they don't want to eat that way. Um, Or even your friend group, like, I feel like we have a balanced friend group where we have people where we like to, like, be healthy, but also sometimes we're not healthy, and so I feel like it's easier for us, but if you're, like, the first person out of your friend group or family to, like, go on a health Mm -hmm. journey, learn about all these things, um, it can feel very lonely. I think, too, just, like, being in your 20s, like, a lot of people, like, are kind of in that, like, all-or-nothing space, Uh Um, and so sometimes it can be hard to, like, find the balance when you either have like people in your life who are like going out partying drinking like eating whatever don't really care at all about their health and then other people who like you know are completely sober and stay in and you know don't do anything besides you know health and wellness things like you said so um yeah it is hard to hard to find that balance I guess my advice for that one would be find your find your friends the people in your life who do care about it yeah and like that can be like your circle like i think it's sometimes it can be hard to like because you want to like influence your other friends to like Mm -hmm. care about what you care about and do what you want to do um because you want that support but that's just really unrealistic and i feel like it puts more pressure on you and Mm -hmm. your friend when you do that versus like knowing that just some friends are for some things and some are for others 
and just not having that like pressure and that expectation put on them yeah yeah and I think that that's actually one of the parts that I've loved so much about my health and wellness journey is finding those like-minded people whether they're nutritionists or just people who are Mm -hmm. a little bit healthier care about those health like those are probably like my closest and best connections that I align with so much so yeah that is also a positive if you start going on a health journey you can surround yourself and Mm -hmm. meet more people who like those type of things and it makes it so much easier for you when you have a support system and people who kind of all get what you want to be doing yeah yeah and there's obviously too like a there's a difference between like a friend that you just have fun with or whatever and then like a friend who's like preventing you from like doing those things I think it's you you know the difference and sometimes you do have to set boundaries with those friends and um, maybe spend a little bit less time with them give a little bit less energy to that relationship if it's something that's actually like really holding you back from doing what you want to do yeah for sure the next one is lack of resources near me mm-hmm. and this one like food deserts are real you yeah. guys like there are like towns that are 20 minutes away from a grocery store with real fresh produce um or more i actually live in one now that's so funny i mean i guess i we do have one grocery store in town but it's like there's not an organic produce section like it's yeah. all and it's kind of like I f- it's like a I mean, I live in a lake town, so it's, like, one of those, like, beachy, like, yeah. lakeside grocery stores kind of things. And, you know, it's mostly just, like, vacation food. Yeah. It's not really, like, an actual grocery store. So I do have to drive, like, 25 minutes to get to mm-hmm. the actual grocery store. Um, and, like, sometimes I don't have time in my day to go 25 minutes yeah. down the road or... Um, or whatever so I do have to be very strategic about that like I will place a grocery pickup order when I like know I'm gonna be out that way or like mm-hmm. passing it on my way back so that I can like save myself the extra trip um so you just have to like be a little bit more strategic about it but um one thing that I think is really cool if you do live in an area like that I think it's a really cool opportunity to like try growing your own food or like starting a little small garden mm-hmm. um it doesn't have to be anything like huge or this like big project but just growing a few little things by yourself just so that you can have the feeling of like yeah being a little bit more connected to your food and yeah knowing that you like have some fresh produce like on hand yeah um from that and then the other thing is like subscriptions uh-huh. and i don't know i mean i guess technically maybe if you live in a really small town some subscriptions might not deliver to your area but yeah. some of the bigger ones like you know like Thrive market fresh, yeah. or yeah hello fresh or something like that probably do deliver like pretty much anywhere so i feel like that's a good thing to look into if you feel like you're a little bit isolated with your options yeah there's definitely i feel like now with so many things there's a bunch of boxes and whatnot like that but the accessibility part is huge Mm -hmm. about this and we have an episode that we talked about this right we probably do we've talked about it before on some episode i can't remember off the top of my head sorry guys i could not think of the episode title on the spot but i went back and looked and it is in season three episode three how our food system perpetuates chronic illness. We talk all about some of the barriers that prevent people from having access to clean, healthy food. This is a huge problem in our food system and something that we are advocating for better practices on this podcast. So this is a very real issue, having lack of resources. Go listen to that episode if you want to learn more. Okay, um, and I don't know necessarily what resources this person was talking about, but another thing I just thought of is like maybe they're referring to like practitioners or like places that they can go to like do wellness things like maybe yeah. they don't have like yoga studios or like something yeah. like that and I feel like um with so many things being like virtual now that's uh-huh. a good like thing to look into is like virtual classes somewhere or um practitioners who like do virtual work because yeah and so many people in the health space do mm-hmm. yeah 
Okay, that's a good one. The last two are ones that we're going to dive into a little bit deeper, and that is cost, because that one came up a few times. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, just not having enough time in the day. So people who are, like, really busy work most of the day outside of the home or whatever. So for cost, um, we're going to just talk a little bit about, like, budgeting and just how to make health and wellness a little bit more affordable. The reality of budgeting is if you want to spend more money on one thing, you're going to have to sacrifice in another area of your life. So step one for that is to just evaluate kind of where in your life you might currently be overspending. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, when I first like decided to kind of like just be a little bit healthier, I think a big thing was like eating out that was like one of the big things I was like okay well if I'm cooking at home more often then I'm not spending so much money going Mm -hmm. out to eat and so now I pretty much only go out to eat like if it's like an experience like going out to dinner with friends or for like a birthday yeah but not just like like on a random Wednesday getting right type thing right 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 yeah yeah Yeah. do you feel like there's an area where you um where you have in the past overspent or maybe do now yeah yeah I feel like now definitely just since moving to Austin I'm like going out more going to try things more going just getting all the new things Mm -hmm. because it's a new place so yeah but I feel like that's like not too no harmful but yeah yeah but the point is um if you're wanting to put a little bit more money into your health and wellness that money's not just going to come out of thin air you're gonna have to sacrifice a little bit somewhere else and that could be I don't know. I mean, I think there's just a lot of, there's a lot of like free things that you can do that are free. Mm -hmm. Like maybe like, um, maybe instead of going to Pilates five days a week, you only go three days a week and the other two days you go for a walk. Walking is free. Like things like that. It can be, you can get a little creative with it. It doesn't have to be like you stop getting your hair done. You you don't need to like deprive yourself of things to be able to become healthy. Um, and I think that both of us, like when we're saying healthy, whatnot, I think the main thing that we both prioritize is like our food aspect. Like I would rather be eating great food all the time than like going and getting all of these health modalities. Like food is what we put first. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, if it were going to be like one thing, if I had to choose one thing, it would obviously be what I'm eating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, oh, the next thing for budgeting is to plan out your meals Mm -hmm. because I feel like I spend the most money when I don't have a plan. I just go to the grocery store and I just buy whatever and then I try to throw something together out of it. It never never works out well. So Mm -hmm. plan, plan, plan your meals and with that, try to choose recipes that use similar ingredients so that you can like use things twice Mm -hmm. i do this a lot with herbs like if i'm gonna buy like a whole uh a whole bunch of cilantro Mm -hmm. um just because i'm making tacos or whatever i'm not going to use all that cilantro for those tacos so i like go look up a recipe that like uses a lot of cilantro like maybe like you make like a chimichurri or like um a a pesto (laughs) <laughs> a cilantro pesto <laughs> no not a pesto um i don't know what i'm trying to say but a meal that uses a more cilantro so that i can like use it twice versus yeah. like you know buying meals that like have a bunch of things that i end up not using all of it yeah planning your meals is literally such a game changer it's like such an easy habit to get into and i love it now like i love finding inspiration mm-hmm. for my meals and it just like it makes it so you don't even have to think about it during the yeah. week yeah yeah that and that ties into like if you're really busy and you know you don't have the time um the next thing is to buy generic brands 
And what I mean by this is like, okay, the local grocery store in Texas is H-E-B. H-E-B has an organics line. Like yeah. it says like H-E-B organics. Mm-hmm. I think like, I don't know what other grocery stores. Yeah, Whole Foods does. Yeah. Sure, well, Trader Joe's, everything is Trader Joe's. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just that like those generic brands actually are cheaper than yeah. like, you know, if there's like a bigger food brand. Like we love Siete, but like, you know, sometimes you can save a few more dollars buying H-E-B organics tortilla chips versus Siete tortilla chips. Yeah. Um, so don't be afraid of those generic brands. Obviously still read the ingredient label and make sure there's not like additives preservatives or whatever but most of the time those generic lines are like are good and clean so yeah that's the way i save a decent amount of money the next is subscription boxes and i want to ask you about this because you have butcher box i don't have Mm -hmm. a subscription box but do you feel like it actually saves you money on your meat well i feel like it's been i've had butcher box now for a while but when i was like buying meat with my groceries like my groceries were so expensive yeah and i think butcher box which i think butcher box is expensive but we already have talked about how yeah good quality meat is simply just expensive it just mm-hmm. you can't you can't get out of that and i think for my box it normally lasts me the full month now that it's just me and i think it's like 159 dollars a month which i feel like if you want to do that math my brain won't work but divided by four how much is that a week like four oh four weeks hold on let's do it one sec $39 a week yeah for me just I, me I think, alone yeah that's I think reasonable that's reasonable I mean I yeah. also am somebody who has like a high meat, meat with diet. every meal yeah yeah almost so yeah yeah I feel like that's reasonable then yeah yeah I mean I think I would say my grocery bill and I'm shopping for two people my grocery bill every week is probably like around 150 for two people I think yeah yeah and I but I don't get like any subscriptions or anything like that so I feel like maybe if I yeah i guess if i got a subscription yeah i could cut off a decent amount not buying meat at the store Mm -hmm. and it saves time Mm, yeah true okay so yeah that's something to look into obviously do your own research for this one because it depends how much you typically spend um but some subscription boxes that i know of misfit market Mm -hmm. and imperfect produce are two good ones for produce and those are also really cool because they try to collect produce that otherwise wouldn't be sold in a grocery store because it has like a lump or a funny shape or something like that um so we love to support them butcher box like Liv mentioned and then thrive market's another one that Mm -hmm. i feel like that one actually i feel like you can save pretty good money using thrive Thrive makes things so much cheaper and they have like the generic brands of like even non-toxic cleaning things Uh food like everything thrive has yeah and you do have to pay for a membership but isn't it it's It's a one-time 60 dollar fee yeah or you can do it monthly if you want to and it's like five dollars a month yeah yeah so i feel like it's totally worth it i had that when i was in college living by myself because they have a great selection of healthy snacks like Uh better than whole foods better than any grocery store you could imagine yep 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 like good on the go snacks they have like baking all kinds of baking products used to get like all of my baking stuff there so i just could like have my pantry stocked up um yeah that's a good one for like pantry items Mm -hmm. yeah and they even have um freezer stuff as well Mm -hmm. like they have their own meat subscription service butcher box does yeah i mean not butcher box thrive yeah but they both are meat yeah (laughs) okay so definitely look into that one see if it might save you some dollars um the next one is to focus on the things that are free Mm -hmm. um so things like guided meditations you can find those on youtube everywhere um breath work that is free to learn how to do Mm -hmm. vagus nerve hacks which is something that you've talked about a lot like Mm -hmm. how to like relax your nervous system or stimulate your vagus nerve before you eat if you have like digestive issues chewing your food 30 Mm -hmm. times per bite 
what else what else is free that you can think of that is beneficial to your health sunlight yes sunlight (laughs) movement walking Walking, yeah fresh air yeah there's so many things i think we overcomplicate Mm -hmm. because like i will admit i'm a maximalist i'm a health maximalist i like having all these products and doing all these things because it's my hobby and i love doing it but it like really does not need to be Mm -hmm. that complicated there's so many free things that you can do daily to support your health yeah that's another thing i want to mention because you do this all day long it's obviously like your career Mm -hmm. so it's something i just want to mention is like try not to get so like caught up in people that you see who like seem like they're doing everything Liv does because i am doing do everything (laughs) but that's because it's her job it's her passion yeah like there's reasons why she spends all of her time doing these things so like uh, sometimes even i have to remember that like Mm -hmm. that is not i i love you know being healthy and following a healthy lifestyle but like it is not like my diehard passion and it's definitely not like my career so the level at which I do it doesn't have to be the level at which you do it so that's just something to like just to note Mm -hmm. because I feel like again with social media there's a lot of pressure to like see people who are like seem like they're doing it all yeah um and one they're probably not actually doing it Uh all and two that doesn't have to be you that doesn't have to be your path not at all um, and on that note, you don't need 500 supplements and products to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Liv's going to give a few that she thinks are the most necessary in a minute. Um, but before before that, we just want to talk about like the busy aspect for people who have busy schedules. I feel like there's just not enough time in the day. One tip that's really saved me here um, is these five-day meal plans by Define Dish, yeah, which so I good. love all of her recipes. But on her website, she has little pdfs that you can download there's tons of them on there too she has like a whole archive yeah these little five-day meal plans and what i really like about it is that one it's not repeating the same meal over and over so you do actually eat something different every day for Mm -hmm. lunch dinner but what she does is she gives you a grocery list already so one you don't even have to think about making a grocery list she already does it all for you you just have to go buy the stuff place an order whatever and she also like i said like uses some ingredients like more than once like she'll have you buy like chicken or whatever but you'll use it for like three or four of her meals so it's just like so easy so well structured makes things like just a breeze and I think this is something I don't I didn't think about until you said this but when you're getting into like more of the health wellness world if you're wanting to be healthier and eat healthier I think and you're especially wanting to cook I think it is so important to find um people whether it's on social media Uh or recipe books or Mm -hmm. whatever like that you love like we all my family you we love to find dish like she has the best recipes I know like if I don't have inspiration I can always go Mm -hmm. to her page or her website and find things and they're easy um Mm -hmm. and so like I feel like that is such a big important tip is to find people that you like their recipes yeah yeah for sure and um hmm, that makes me think who else do I like just to give them some more ideas gathered um, nutrition yeah gathered nutrition brock your body yeah brock your body has really good food um primal gourmet has good ones but that one's like mm-hmm. a little bit more advanced like if you're just now getting into cooking yeah. i'd recommend to find dish because her meals are super simple easy to make yeah ingredients that you've probably already heard of and tastes know how to use. lovely mm-hmm. is even more simple i feel like she's the most simple out of all of them like very okay. minimal ingredient things um i used to rachel good eats i get a lot of recipes from her but she hasn't been posting a lot of recipes but she has a lot on her website yeah she does have a big archive of recipes on her website yeah those are some good ones we'll tag them in the show notes Mm -hmm. okay 
Um, another one, this is pretty self-explanatory, but like try to pick one day of the week to plan or prep and make it kind of like a ritual. Like for me on Sundays, I dedicate a couple hours to meal prepping and it's not even like I'm making five dinners. Like I'm not like meal yeah. prepping out every single, cause I like to cook every night. Cause that's more of like the ritual for me is mm-hmm. like cooking dinner, like with my fiance and like making it like a thing. Um, but what I mean by like meal prepping for a couple hours on Sunday is like I cut up fruit. So I have like fruit to take with me or I will like, you know, just like kind of like the chopping and like cutting mm-hmm. up of mm-hmm. things or just like putting things in Tupperware in my fridge so it's all organized and like I know where it's at. I can grab it and go. Um, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Make it a little easier. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is to stay stocked with on-the-go snacks. Mm -hmm. This one is big for me because if I do not have, like, a healthy snack to take with me somewhere and I get hungry, I'm going to go get a not healthy snack somewhere. Like, if I don't have it with me, that's when I, like, have little slip-ups and, like, those Mm -hmm. are fine. But, like, I don't want to be doing that every single time I'm out and I get hungry. Or I'll just, like, wait way too long to eat because I don't have food on Mm -hmm. hand. So on the go healthy snacks yeah. find some that you like and stock up and just like have them in your pantry yeah the two things and this might be a little bit random but that i always 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 have in my pantry is some type of like meat sticks mm-hmm. chomps is one there's a bunch of them um that are good ingredients and i always have seaweed snacks mm-hmm. and i literally keep them everywhere what yep. are your what are your main snacks yeah those are two of mine as well um fruit like dried fruit too mm-hmm. i like to snack on dried fruit um dates <laughs> if you have not tried dates first of all i can't believe this is the first time we're mentioning this dates in these podcasts raw milk cheddar dates are so good so good together the best combo or dates with like nut butter yeah those are like easy okay Liv, let's talk about where someone should start the mm-hmm. things to prioritize yeah so i came up with a few things that i think is like either you're feeling overwhelmed by everything and you don't know where to start on your health journey or you just want to get back to the basics i think the first one um that i think is the most important and this is like recently within the past months i feel like we've talked about and realized how important this is but focus on stress as your top priority for your health i don't think we realize like how much stress and emotions impact our immune system and our health like Mm -hmm. stress really 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 depletes and hurts your immune system Mm -hmm. and basically we talk about this all the time like at the root of all these chronic things is our immune system not working correctly so our gut can't work and then you know the cascade of all the other things we talk about and I feel like we just don't give enough weight to stress we live in Mm -hmm. such a stressful world it's like oh I have stress like of course I'm stressed out like I'm working everything's fast-paced and so I in these past months feel like that is something that I have been like going back to is like out of every single thing stress your emotions that's Mm -hmm. like the first thing that I would address and that's the first thing I talk to clients about before we even go over like meal plans supplements like it's like stress and emotions yeah and the good news about stress well not that there's like anything good about it but that was kind of a weird way to word it um but the good news is that most things that you do to deal with stress and deal with emotions can actually be free yeah like the meditations mm-hmm. the breath work the just being a little bit more mindful like uh-huh. in your life the friendships the people you mm-hmm. surround yourself with i know those are like really big mm-hmm. things but um yeah so many things for stress can be 
completely free. Yeah, a little tool that we always talk about and something that we both love is doing a little energy givers versus energy takers list. That's a good little journal prompt for you to do if you're not sure where to start with managing your stress Mm -hmm. or just like managing the things that really work you up or give you like negative energy. Writing down a list of things that like really fill up your cup and then the things that like really drain you and then figuring out kind of like where you can adjust from there doing a little intake yeah and I think because we want like our health and why we're struggling with health issues to be like so tangible like we were talking about like I wanted it to be one thing I wanted right someone to be able to say like you have this and that is why your skin's breaking out or whatnot um we don't really think about how much stress can be impacting our body like hormonal acne hormonal imbalances stress is like such a huge part so just to emphasize stress is like something that um I think that we should just take much more seriously Mm -hmm. and like if you're going to start anywhere even before the food look into your stress and find good outlets for that because I noticed so many differences in my health when I started prioritizing that Mm -hmm. okay that's the most important one the second one this is basic and I probably said this 700 times but just like focus on eating real whole foods trying to shift away from processed foods if you can if that's accessible to you and just simply try to eat like real things in their raw form that have no ingredients yeah and i so people always ask me like do you really think that it's like more affordable to eat real whole foods than it is to eat like processed foods and things like that and i get where that question's coming from because like if you literally just look at the price tag and that's all you're looking at Mm -hmm. then obviously i could see where yeah sure you could buy 10 boxes of macaroni and have 10 meals versus buying ingredients for 10 different meals or whatever but in my opinion like processed foods like don't fill me me up up. they're not nourishing to my body so i end up getting more and more and being hungry yeah being hungry later faster than i normally would or um something like that and so then i have to go get more food it's just like i feel like at the end of the day like it really is worth it to buy Mm -hmm. real whole foods and then obviously just for the long-term health aspects like you're gonna end up spending way less money later on your health if you take these preventative measures to be healthy now yeah and it doesn't have to be that you need to stop buying literally everything that you're used to buying and like just find everything in the produce section but it's just like once a week when you're planning your meals maybe get a few more vegetables Mm -hmm. or a few more pieces of fruit and try to find um how you can make the process items that you get like i'm trying to think of something for example well we were talking about this with a friend the other day about like for example like for me i used to love pringles growing up oh yeah i loved eating pringles and those are probably like so bad for you but there's a brand called the good crisp that makes basically pringles but with whole real food ingredients if you Mm -hmm. read their ingredient label everything on it is the whole real food yeah but that's still a processed food because they still had to process it into the shape of a pringle yeah but the ingredients are still yeah things that are like nourishing to your body and you know not made of 10,000 different chemicals so I think there's there's substitutes now because we're becoming more health conscious as a society you can pretty much find substitutes for a lot of the things that you really enjoy yeah I mean I can find substitutes to literally everything it's interesting that nobody said for the thing that like maybe overwhelms them or stops them from wanting to be healthy nobody said like it tastes bad or they like Mm. like their unhealthy things which I just think is interesting because I feel like I hear sometimes people being like like eating healthy just doesn't taste as good 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, nobody said that. But I do feel like there's so many like good recipes and good resources out there now that like you can make healthy eating taste really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there are still things that like I want that I know are not healthy, but like I crave them or yeah. I just want them for the enjoyment. And that's where like the balance comes in and realizing mm-hmm. that like, you know, it's okay to eat that every once in a while. Yeah, I think another, this wasn't something that I had initially thought of, but I think that going off of just eating more real whole foods, another great place to start is to be an ingredient detective. Mm -hmm. Like just start simply looking at what is in your food and that will give you so much more awareness and make like everything make more sense to you if you start to look at the ingredients and notice like okay this has 700 ingredients I can't pronounce any of these things versus okay like Tatum said with the chips it's real whole foods that are making up that Mm -hmm. yeah there's so many alternatives too like literally if you go down the chip aisle like tortilla chips for example I was experiencing this the other day I was looking for tortilla chips and there's like literally like 20 brands of tortilla chips yeah. in that aisle if you like just look at the back of all of them and just notice the differences like some of them have like 10 different preservatives while other ones are literally just like cornmeal and salt yeah you know like just look and see what's in them because mm-hmm. i think just we don't we typically just like have learned to just look at the front of the package and not the back yeah, so start eating a little bit more real whole foods if you're wanting to start somewhere. Start looking at your ingredients, stress. And then the last one, and these are like really like the bare bones mm-hmm. of becoming healthy. Like I'm not going to give any yeah. silly little hacks. That's the point, yeah. Um, drink clean water that has electrolytes or minerals in it. Every single morning when I wake up, I have water with a little pinch of sea salt and lemon. And that is just so good and hydrating for your body. We're in like a chronic state of dehydration constantly Mm -hmm. and that can um contribute to your health problems a lot of people who have digestive issues they're not hydrated enough and so they don't go to the bathroom for days which we've talked about in our digestive issue but like just literally focusing on drinking more good water and maybe having a little bit of minerals with your water can make such a big difference yeah those are my initial basic three but something Tata mentioned before is supplements. I think that the world of supplements is like so cool that there's so many fun, awesome mm-hmm. things out there. But like, holy hell, it's confusing. Well, yeah. And you also have to remember that everyone's trying to sell their product. Mm-hmm. So everyone's going to say like, oh, this is going to fix your IBS. This is going to fix yeah. your your acne, whatever. Uh-huh. Like everyone's going to say that, but like not falling for every single thing that you see. Or like yeah. we've said this so many times, no one singular product is going to literally heal absolutely everything. everything. So stop believing that narrative. Mm. Like don't even don't even give it the time of day. Yeah. And that's another way to I feel like save money is to like stop impulsively buying things like say they're gonna like save your health. Yeah, and that's just the kind of reality of health and our chronic state of illness that we are in is that it's not just a quick solution. There's yep. not one thing that is going to do all these things mm-hmm. for you. You gotta look at the whole component. That's why stress is like literally the first thing I mentioned. So supplements. I used to be, I mean, I do like, if you look in my apartment, I have so many supplements, but they're not supplements I'm taking like mm-hmm. actively every single day. They're just ones that I think are fun to have. Um, and so the basic things, and I don't even think supplements necessarily are like, so they're not necessary supplements are supplements that's Mm -hmm. literally what their name is again focus on food stress before but if you are somebody who wants to take supplements and you're going to prioritize like two areas of things my first one is something that is going to heal and seal your gut 
there's and I'll list off a few little modalities and different supplements that you can take but we've talked about so much that the gut is like literally the root of so many things if your gut's leaky if your gut's not right and tight the rest of your health is going to suffer and so getting to the root your gut the most important part with some type of supplement um, or even a food-based approach is like the first thing that I would recommend to everybody you've heard me talk about it probably a hundred times but colostrum is what I take personally um, and we'll link all these but other ways that you can seal and heal your gut bone broth that's kind of a food as medicine approach you can take an l-glutamine powder um, throat coat tea which we've talked about and then there's like a million leaky gut powders that Tatum and I have tried that we have recommended um, and that is like the one supplement that I would like if you're willing and wanting to take a supplement get on some type of gut support I do have one more area that I think would be helpful but I want to quickly talk about like probiotics multivitamins mm. those type of thing um, everybody thinks we need to be taking a multivitamin and I just don't think it is as necessary because multivitamins have like a certain blend of obviously a bunch of different vitamins but what vitamins Tatum needs and she could be deficient in could be completely different from me so these multivitamins although yes you probably are getting some great vitamins from them and nutrients from them um I think that if you're focusing on your food um that is just so much more important if you're eating a healthy diet you're getting a ton of vitamins and minerals from them so I never have put a client on a multivitamin nor do I take one yeah, and also if you have leaky gut, you're not absorbing yeah. anything in that mm -hmm. multivitamin. So you for sure need to work on that first before you would even take one. But mm -hmm. I mean, and I, I do think too, like our food's not as nutritious as it yeah. used to be. So there are, that is why a lot of people are deficient in yeah. a lot of things. So it's also okay to like get blood work done and be like, oh, I'm deficient in vitamin or whatever yeah. but you can also supplement with food like figure out what yeah. foods are high in that vitamin and then maybe eat more of that or mm -hmm. just try to increase it in that way but um yeah I don't necessarily think that like a multivitamin is the best way to get those yeah there's just smarter ways to go about it that I feel like are more affordable more than just yeah, yeah. being on a multivitamin yeah and then with probiotics yeah, probiotics obviously you need good gut bugs and that's what probiotics doing um but I don't, I don't always think probiotics are necessary either because we can get them through food. And a lot of people don't know. I can't remember if we've talked about this on an episode. But one, there's just so many different strains of probiotics. You're not necessarily sure unless you got testing done what specific strains you need. And two, sometimes when you're taking a probiotic um, and you have bad gut bacteria, let's say you have an overgrowth, which so many of us do because so many people are experiencing gut issues and you take a probiotic, the probiotic will actually feed the bad and the good gut bacteria. It's not able to differentiate. So you could be having gut issues and think, oh, I need to take a probiotic. It's great for my gut health. But it could also be proliferating the not great gut bacteria. So although I do think some type of probiotic in your life is important, you can get that from like raw dairy, fermented type yogurts, um, kimchi, sauerkraut, mm -hmm. you know, it is important to have that. I don't think every single person needs to be taking a probiotic, and I personally don't take one right now. Um, I just haven't found one that I'm obsessed with, so I don't take one. Yeah. And that's, again, something that I don't normally recommend to clients. Yeah, I took probiotics for years thinking mm -hmm. that it was going to be the solution and to my gut issues. And my health is better now that I don't take one. Yeah. 
Okay, so that was just a little note. Is there another vitamin that you feel like people are constantly like, everybody feels like they need to take? Hmm. Um, I feel like multivitamins and probiotics are like the main too. Yeah. Okay. So those ones, if you have other questions about like specific supplements, maybe we'll in the next weeks put like a question box or something because I, it just has been so long since I've even like been in the phase where mm-hmm. I took all these supplements, you know, yeah. so I like honestly don't even mm-hmm. remember. I love oh, vitamin C. Okay. I do think vitamin C can be good, but again, you can get it through food and you don't always need it constantly you know yeah so okay those are those my second area of support besides something to heal and seal your gut and again we will link all of these products so you could choose one i think there i think choosing any of them whatever if you can just afford to have a tea every day like a throat coat tea Mm -hmm. i think that's great but if you are willing to spend more money and want to try something like colostrum or leaky gut powder that's all great we're just gonna put them all kind of on the same playing field for the sake of this episode the second area, which I feel like a lot of people probably don't think about, and I didn't realize until I got into this, was the liver. I think that is like the second most important um, thing to support our livers, like our filter. It's filtering our blood. It's filtering our hormone. It's filtering every single toxin that goes into our body. And we've talked about that there's a lot of toxins. Um, even if you're controlling your toxins, you're living a non-toxic lifestyle. The world, there's a lot out there. There's a lot of toxins out there. Um, and our liver has to deal with all of that and so our liver just like works so hard like it literally has a very 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 hard job and we're not really taught to support it Um, and so I think taking I feel like we both had phases I normally always take a liver support but um, where we have like gotten very into liver supports and there's so many different ones I feel like we probably both tried different things you can do things like tea milk thistle dandelion root licorice are there other ones okay those ones you can get like a leaky gut tea on amazon or at your herb store you can take um pills supplements like specific liver capsules that are great for your liver you can do tinctures you can eat beets there's like 100 ways to support your liver but i think just in general we should be supporting our liver more and we'll link all these products and talk about these more um but our liver just needs help and especially women who struggle with things like um, hormonal imbalances pcos liver is like really huge when our liver gets stagnated our body can't detox and that's when we have a lot of things like skin issues like if you're experiencing skin issues the liver's for sure at play so liver support is a great one do you are you currently taking one i have a liver tea Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah i forget exactly what's in it but i think mostly the things that you just named yeah yeah I, I take a tincture we love organic olivia's liver, liver juice t- yeah i love organic olivia first of all but that's a great one and then i will list mm-hmm. the specific ones on instagram but i literally think those are the only two areas that are like if you want to start the world of supplements is looking crazy and confusing to you something to support your liver your master detox organ and something to support your gut which again gut issues are really kind of at the root of chronic mm-hmm. illness is like a great easy two things to start use at your discretion probiotics multivitamins all the other things that i feel like we're marketed and taught to take but i would cut out my whole medicine cabinet if i was on a desert island and i could only bring two supplements it would be liver support and it would be something for my gut yeah another thing that does both of those i just remembered is beet juice and aloe juice oh, a little oh drink together you used to that like every I day every morning yeah 
Wow, what happened? <laughs> I just honestly didn't want to drink beet juice. Like I really, I actually it really out. like the taste. Really, yeah. But the one I get is, it's like that Lakewood Organics brand yeah. in the glass bottle, and it's like beet, turmeric, ginger, and lemon. So oh, it that's like perfect. actually tastes really good. Mm. And then I just put a little bit of aloe in there. Yeah. So that would be a very easy thing for. Oh my gosh, I need to post about that and talk about that more because I forgot about that. But that would be something so easy for people to do, like, literally in the morning. Liver and gut together. Have your aloe juice, because that's also going to seal your gut up, and your beet juice. And that's a perfect little morning starting your health journey concoction. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Sliving. Okay. That is all. We wanted to keep it pretty basic. Hopefully, that wasn't too complicated. I think that was as basic as we could have gotten, right? Yeah. Okay, well ask us if you have any questions Mm -hmm. feel free to ask feel free to send us a dm if you are still feeling confused yeah um and yeah we hope that helped you feel a little bit less overwhelmed Mm -hmm. about all the health things as always we try to make things digestible but i also feel like some of our topics are just a little bit more advanced like if you haven't already like kind of gotten into Mm -hmm. um being healthier like maybe you might just be a little bit scared so yeah so i hope those tips were helpful reach out to us whenever and you're doing the best you can you're doing great (laughs) exactly